Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He's wearing a hoodie, which is new to me. It's Luke Bly, Master Flywog, how are you mate? It's not, I, I literally, <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, Savaloy. Listen, I literally, I, ch- I, I logged on. All right, matey boy. Matey boy's like, hang on, this, this is a first. I'm like, mate, you've seen me wear this exact hoodie. <laughs> you've seen I it. I don't even remember, man. Uh, look, look, that's all right, mate. That's all right. That's okay. Um, but no, listen, I went for a curry on Saturday. Went yeah, for a cheeky curry. Hot ones? Uh, well, well, we we actually went to a, a buffet, which I'm not really a fan of buffets. It's, it's okay to kind of try things you may not try in terms of our Indian true. food. You can have a little bit of something. You might look at the menu and think, "Oh, I don't, I don't fancy spending fifteen quid on that. I'll have a go to the buffet and try it." I usually prefer like a Chinese buffet to an Indian buffet, but yeah. even then, even then, I'm like, eh, "Yeah, it not can my be a favorite, bit hit and miss. but." But this one was was it was all right. It, not my favourite, but it was all right. So good. yeah, it was it was great, mate. It was really good. But um, other than that, it's been it's been just like waiting. I've, I've I've just been waiting to record Star Wars sessions, mate. That's it. That's it. My whole life revolves around the sesh. Yeah, <laughs> and and it is. Do you know what I'm going to say again? It is that 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 fact that we're in 2023 and Star Wars mm. celebration is not far away. Um, let me throw it over to you, mate. You you good? You all right? Did you have a curry? Uh, uh, do you know what? Um, no, I didn't have a curry. I did have a Chinese, though. I ordered a Chinese oh. in on Saturday. Um, oh. Just a miscellaneous uh, amount, which is far too much to eat, but I've oh. been eating it for the last few days. Yeah, mate, I've, I've, I've had a good weekend. So um, my little one, uh, I watched a TV show I can now call it now. It's called The Last of Us. I've finally seen it, thanks to the guys at HBO Warner. They're sending that. I've seen nice. all nine episodes. I have the spoils. That's mental. But I'm not going to tell you on about it. Comes out okay. on the 16th, I think, or 15th. One of them. Well, our boy the Pedro Pascal is in it, isn't he? <laughs> he is. And just to, just to keep, I, I can't say anything about it, but other than obviously he speaks in it. And I'm like, I wonder what would that sound like if you put that, that quote on the Mandalorian? It would be hilarious. But other than that, mate, <laughs> right, okay. being. Um, a pretty standard weekend, bit of Chinese, no curry, bit of Last of Us, no Bly. I've got Bly now, and it's Star Wars time. And it is Star Wars time. And that leads into our own little Star Wars celebration, mate, boy, because we got um we got some new patrons, didn't we, mate? Sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions, if you want to get involved. Um, But we have a massive shout out to uh our our latest patrons christopher wiseman who's joined at the high ground tier alongside paul jones and johnny nesbitt paul jones johnny nesbitt they've both joined at the hello there tier so christopher paul johnny welcome to the sessions sick heads 
it means the world to us. Uh, honestly, really, really appreciate that, especially during this like tough economic time. You know, yeah. so yeah. It, it, it's it's really cool that you're supporting us, and uh, hopefully you enjoy all the extra content on there. Um, but talking of extra content, there's going to be some even more cheeky extra content to do with our Patreon, right? This month, mate boy. Do you want to tell we them might about it? Buckle up, baby. Yes, sir. You wanted to see it, and we're doing it. You've been asking for a watch along, and we thought we'd kick off the new year in style. We are hosting a Patreon watch along of Solo, a Star Wars story. Anyone on any tier can join. Jump on board. We're going to watch the film. We're going to have a chat. You know, have a have a beer, wine, or a soft drink of choice. Get some pizza in or a curry, and we just have a laugh for a couple of hours. Watch Solo. And talk about how how good it is, how bad it is. Either way, we have a good laugh. Lukey boy, the most important thing I need to know is when is this watch along happening? Right, it's happening on Friday, the twenty seventh of January, yes. um, at seven pm British time GMT, eight pm Central European time, two pm uh, Eastern Standard time over in the US. 11 a.m. Pacific time and six in the morning over in Sydney, Australia. Um, so we, I, I think this is our first watch long we're doing on a Friday. I think, I think so. Yeah, I think, I think it is. So, because we're trying to do more diverse dates as well. And they'll, and probably our next one will be a different date too, because we kept doing them on like Sundays or Saturdays yeah. and, you know, it didn't always work out for we everyone. Could laugh though. So even if you can't make this one, we're going to be doing another one soon. And we and I think we probably will do uh, at least I'd, – I would like to do one more before celebration. So, yeah, it's, come along. It is great fun. We just sit and chat Star Wars while watching a Star Wars film. You, you can join in the chat or you could just sit back and listen to us <laughs> nag about stuff, moan about stuff, and uh, Matty Boy's brother, Sean, have a few beerios. Do you know what hey, I mean? It's, just it's great try not fun. to fight him and order mm-hmm. a yacht or something like that. But um, yeah, <laughs> come and check out the Patreon watch along. We'd love to see you all there. We've already got some good numbers turning up. They're always a laugh. So patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions, Patreon watch along, 27th of January. We love it. You love it. Big Ben Kenobi loves it as well, my friend. You can hear those chimes in the background. Can you? What does what it mean? Seg- what a segue. What a segue. Oh, mate, boy, it must mean it's Galactic News Round. According to Production Weekly, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are listed as executive producers on a new Star Wars project that could go into production soon with the working title... Ghost Track 17. Insider Gaming are reporting that Ubisoft's upcoming Star Wars title will feature a fully open, seamless universe with travel between systems and customizable characters in a vein similar to No Man's Sky. And speaking to Yahoo Entertainment... Nicolas Cage said he's not really down with the idea of joining the Star Wars franchise, stating, I'm not in the Star Wars family, I'm in the Star Trek family. What a Muppet. (laughs) 
Hi, this is Details, actor, creature performer in Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Yeah, you're damn right. Sessions back again, boy. My heart and blood, Loren, boy. Clone Wars ain't enough, boy. So you're asking when, boy? Recapping every week, boy. Bad batches on your screen, boy. Made that Disney Plus debut. Made that background hot, It's the bad batch. Yeah, boy, we're bringing back that banger from last year's The Bad Batch recap. We said we're not doing the Bad Batch recap, and we are men of our words. We're not doing it, but we didn't want to let that banger go to waste. Instead, we are going to be talking about the first three episodes of The Bad Batch, season two. Uh, The Bad Batch obviously dropped season two on January the 4th with two episodes, and we have now seen episode three, all of us collectively. As we've mentioned before, Luke and myself, we had um, early access to The Bad Batch, so we do know what happens in advance what of these episodes, but of course it's going to be spoiler-free. Or oh, it's going to be spoiler-free most of it, but it's going to be majorly spoiler-free from episode three onwards. We ain't going to spoil nothing for you. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about our thoughts on those first three episodes, uh, considering that we thought it was quite good to start with. We've seen the episodes since. One of our thoughts have changed. Lukey boy, we've seen the first three episodes now, and the rest of the world has too. Mm. What are you thinking then of the first three episodes and how they stack up to you know the opening of other animated series? Yeah, I think they're good. I think they're good. I think um, it's it's not necessarily flawless. I can see why it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but I think there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of action, and there's essentially like two main threads going on you know with the bad mm-hmm. batch themselves and with old crosshair aka big boy bad boy one-eyed sniper head <laughs> yes everyone's favorite clown um yeah no mate it's i think it's i think it's a decent start i think it's a decent start but what do you think mate um yeah on rewatch i still think it holds up i i thought it was a really strong start the first two episodes actually the first three i'm not gonna lie yeah the first three i think are really strong again that's not a reflection necessarily on four onwards for this Mm. so these three i think they're really strong episodes one and two stick us straight back into the mire and episode three changes direction a bit on those first two Mm -hmm. and brings back in everybody's favorite misery guts himself sniper head and like you said, you know, we're, we're opening up now. Doors are opening. The story is expanding for these characters. We've got what's happening with the Batch, what's happening with Crosshair. And I'll throw in as well, the Empire themselves, because, as in Andor and other strokes, has now become a character with people like Rampart. For me, mate, mm. it's very interesting how this thematically, narratively and thematically ties in with Andor, though I imagine it's purely accidental but um i'll get into that as we go along but no i thought i thought they were very decent my friend and i think i think from what i can see online those who like the bad batch seem to be digging it as well i i I think generally i think generally the people that have and i mean this with um you know the kind of best intentions best intentions yeah yeah. uh those who have bothered to tune in (laughs) do you know yeah no i hear you mate you know, if you weren't sold on season one, are you are you gonna watch season two? Yeah. Maybe not. 
Yeah, probably I not. Think I so. don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. You might you might get caught up in the hype as as we all do, and you might be thinking, ah, look, you know, Andor's over, Mando season one's not out yet. Yeah, let's let's watch a bit of Bad Batch. And I think for a lot of us adults, that's probably true. Um, for me, mate boy, I, I, I'm going to rank them like this, and I think as we've kind of got accustomed to in our recaps, we're going to be a bit all over the place today. Yeah, so boy. as Matty Boy said, we're talking about the first three episodes of Bad Batch, Spoils of War, Ruins of War, and the Solitary Clone. Um, I think the first episode is really good, really, yep. really good. Okay. The second episode's good, but could could be better. Again, it may say it's, it's fine. Like, Maybe fine, too good. Like it's not fine. It's not just fine for me, mm-hmm. but it's not like really good. You know, yeah. it's yeah, somewhere in between there. The third episode, Matty Boy, the solitary clone, the episode that has dropped this week. Uh, so week starting ninth of January. What what would that be? Eleventh of January twenty three. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Matty, nice, I can't get mentor. made around that still. Twenty twenty three. Wow. Um. Yeah, I think episode three is is the strongest episode. You love it by a long shot. Mm-hmm. By a yeah. long shot, I think this. You you could tune into this episode just on its own, and I think get a lot from it and thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, and I think that mm. could be. And I think we said it, it's something similar with last season, episode three is the most Clone Warsy episode. I would agree. Bad Batch, I think we might ever get. It's, yep. you know, it is a Clone Wars episode. It is a Clone Wars episode, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, I Clone agree. Troopers, Sniperhead versus Remnant Separatists. Yep. There you go. Like, what's not to love? If you're, a, if you're a Clone Wars fan, what's not to love? On top of that, mate, I just want to shout out, how good does this show look? The graphics... The animation yeah. is superb, and I do think it's a step up from season one, which was good anyway. Which yeah. was good anyway. So, really impressive. Well, out of the three, what was your favourite, mate? Do you know what? I'm I'm going to be boring again, and I I hate when I listen to podcasts and the hosts agree with each other, but I, I can't disagree. <laughs> I think I, I I do. You know, I'm like, come on, guys, change up your opinion. But I can't. For me, episode three was the strongest. Uh, and that's why when I was watching it, you know, I watched one and two and I'm digging this and episode three come along and I'm like, hold on, you know, we're mm-hmm. three episodes in and this mm-hmm. is, this is some good stuff. And I liked it, season one. Again, let me just say, throw that out there. But then I would put episode one and then I would put episode two, uh, completely echoing what you say, echo, echo yeah. completely yeah. echo what you say yeah. there. It's not that episode two is bad. It isn't. Episode three is very good. And episode one is a very strong start. Episode mm-hmm. one has got, episode one feels the most bad batchy for me the way it starts he's it starts how you see in the trailer on that beach you know running away from crabs and that um it, so he got a bit of kind of like the light-hearted fun we see a bit of regression with omega and and then right. it goes and then we come into the more the mission-based side of the bad batches story so we get a bit of everything in there um plus some lessons to be learned along the way Whereas see episode two kind of does pick up a lot from episode one and it stands alone kind of, but it does need episode one. But then you get oh, three, like you say, it is definitely. the most Clone Warsy episode. I thought the same when I watched it. I was like, you could, you could put this in with a Clone Wars rewatch. And I don't think people would be like, this doesn't feel right. Other than mm-hmm. like you say, the animation, the animation is fantastic. I would hope they'd step it up each season like they do on other se- uh, series. 
but it does look incredible. There are times when I find myself looking at the screen purposely thinking I'm almost training my brain to tell myself that this is live action because some scenes do look like they could be live action or from a video game or something like a really well rendered one. I thought that in season one in episode one, actually when they're, uh, um, uh, when little Caleb doom, that, that scene sequence, Mm -hmm. I thought that looked very good when they're in the woods. Like this, this looks like the prequels because when they've got their helmets on, it just looks like the prequels to me, but uh, yeah, it looks great. The kind of brothers, their score is also very good. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the story itself of all three is, I think it's improved from the season from season one in these first three episodes. It still has, you know, the batchiness to it. Like I mentioned, there's gags in there. There are kind of cautionary tales along the way. We're seeing the empire. And what I thought was quite prominent in this now is in Andor, we see that the empire is willing to eat itself alive to -hmm. get to the top. You see that in the ISB meetings here. It's no different. You've got um, vice admiral rampart, already after a year or two of the empire being about he doesn't want to take the fall for anything you know he, he he's not willing to uh to to give the correct information so he's there he wants to falsify reports in order mm-hmm. to save his own back because he knows what will happen to him it's that it, it's the classic uh empire greed it's that lust for power the bureaucracy you know no one's willing to take that fall and we're seeing that after one was it was it one year or, what, yeah. or months after Revenge yeah. of the Sith, we're already seeing that the Empire's collapsing under its own weight. Uh, ten years later, Andor picks up that baton and runs with it and shows that the Empire really hasn't really learned from its mistakes. It's always going to be kind of rotten from the core. And the Bad Batch, I think, um, we mentioned in our social post that it, it, you know the Empire is really being expanded upon now to show their development, how they've come on, or you know how they've almost regressed. I think that's the strongest part for me. Not that I don't like the bad batch in these. I'm really digging actually the separations. We're getting the batches being split up on missions and we're getting some really unlikely groupings like tech echo and Omega, for example, seeing those three together was great. We we didn't really see that in season one. Um, But seeing what's happening now with the wider galaxy and the empire in these first three episodes. And uh, that includes what, you know, the ghosts of Dooku, not not literally, but his, um, his presence looms large and i think that's really cool as well how they're developing that but the empire mate is very interesting so far what about you if i haven't watched these third these three episodes what's the most interesting part for you what kind of stands out the most already i I think it's this ability that star wars kind of has to mix serious grown-up topics that are very much echo if you pardon a pun echo echo, uh the real world (laughs) You know, I'll give I'll give you an example. Like, um, you just mentioned Duke mentioned Dooku's base. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it feels very normal that Dooku's base is being investigated. You know, and the war chest is under surveillance and it's getting moved, and there's troops patrolling it and guarding it. It's like yeah, that feels very very real world. Yeah, the political aspect of it you know that these systems that were separatist systems or independent systems Mm -hmm. not a part of the republic don't want the empire and legally aren't a part of the empire the empire just walking in and taking over the planet and these people have a lot to say about it these people are like uh hang on like we're independent Mm -hmm. empires come and be like mate you lost the war 
you lost a war, like you, you were, sling your hook. And arguably, if if you're looking at at it like from from the real world and historically, mm-hmm. I, I I get both sides. I get both sides. I don't think either's particularly right. And the the, the two characters you get, whether it's the old man in episode two or the yep. woman, um. What what was her name? I've written that down somewhere. The lady in episode Tawny three, a- Tawny Ames, I think. Or yeah, yeah Tawny Ames. Yeah. And the old geezer's called Romar. Romar, right? Okay. Well, well, I think this exact predicament is kind of vocalised through these two characters, and I think that's it's really really cool. A yeah. l- there's a lot of depth here for for a, for a kids show, and let's bear in mind. This is a kid's show mm-hmm. for a kid's show. There's there's tons of depth here. And yep. I can't help but feel like those those themes and those ideas are really, really impressive. However, at times it's easy to just like lose those and get distracted by the by the kiddiness and the jokes and the loss because at the end of the day it's a kid's show yeah and that's where that's where i think some people especially if you're an adult watching this you might struggle with it because this storyline isn't going to be concluded it won't concluded in season one it's not going to be concluded this season Maybe even the next. It's going to take time, just like they did with Clone Wars. Because for for Kiddlywinks, for Padawans, for younglings, you got to take a bit more time to yeah. to tell this story and flesh things out. I think, anyway, um, it's not perfect, but that th- those aspects in particular, I've always loved, and I love that about season one. I'm pretty yeah. sure I said that from day dot, mate. When Bad Batch came out, or or even let's say Clone Wars season seven. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. so yeah, no, I hear you, mate. Um, no, there, there's some good points there. And about Romar, what I found interesting about him was in season in season two already, the Batch, the Lad Batch, the Mad Batch, Dad Cad Rad, Sad Batch. They're they're finally now looking at their clone brothers, thinking, what's going? You know, what what do we do here? Yeah. Because the clones were born and bred to fight for the republic the republic has now become the empire the clones are now fighting for the empire against essentially now the bad batch who are separatists themselves almost which is what omega and um it it upon in this that you know Mm -hmm. what are we not as bad as you know dooku was plundering his war chest now to fund our freedom or our war and a rebellion and with romar sorry i mentioned him he is he's doing up some old serenian tech it's um it's something to keep you know preserve the history of the planet and his family lineage and tech's like oh you know what's what's this separatist tech you've got there wow and he's like no this is this is serenian tech you know we before the clone wars we were you know we were serenians the clone wars came dooku came took our stuff but you know we've been around long before the clone wars which of course the clones haven't so they're mm-hmm. coming to terms of their place in the galaxy they're being phased out and also realizing that these wars they were fighting, that these planets they were fighting, they weren't inherently evil just because they were aligned with the separatists or because Dooku was there. They were just normal people who were thrown in, which like you say, there is a very real world element to this as well. So I, there, there's that kind of, those kind of layers of depth as well, which I find, uh, I, it, it, it didn't pass me by, put it like that. And the fact that the mm-hmm. batch are now looking at their brothers 
I find that I cannot wait to see where this goes now. I know from the trailer that Commander Cody was talking to Sniperhead, saying, you know, a lot of the clones are turning against the Empire. This was in the trailer. You know, the, the ships are wearing off, blah, blah. I can't wait to see where, where that story goes. And they have really hit the ground running, I think, anyway, with those angles. Yes, with those angles. Mm. I mean, we hear it again, even like in, in at lunchtime in in the third episode again a lot a lot of like the highs are from the third episode mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people are going to be really happy with this week's episode yep. um the solitary clone um but yeah there are those two clones that are having lunch or breakfast whatever it is maybe they're having a curry maybe or who knows maybe they are and um that's that's an oh yeah the defense recruitment bill or something is up for debate or renewal again and they're like oh, i hope it doesn't go through hope it doesn't pass and it's like oh mate you, you lads are getting a bit brave in you talking yeah. about this sort of stuff Out and loud. even and even by the end of and i'm i'm, I'm just gonna skip to the end of episode three because it relate it relates to what i'm talking about now but obviously cody and sniperhead cody saves sniperhead yeah. and sniperhead still is like right i know i'm empire through and through i'm gonna kill um tawny you know he does ends a life done done mate absolutely cold-blooded cold-blooded bang pint over your head and uh <laughs> cody ended the episode he he leaves as well he goes yeah. awol as well because he's like do you know what this ain't it's right so it goes to show it goes to show as well that although the the clones um you know went through with order 66 it's like well yeah they were programmed to other than that they're morally pretty good they yes. still obviously all have their individual traits and personalities and and therefore good and bad bits that come with that. But generally, they're very good. And this is yet another reason why the Empire are, of course, looking <laughs> into other options for their military, right? And it's notes like that. Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, sorry. Just literally to set on that point, mm. You're, mm. you're right. Uh, well, like I mentioned earlier on, Rampart kills the clone trooper Wilco because – Wilco says to Rampart, Clone Force 99 have been trying to steal the war chest. And Rampart's like, well, hold on. The sniper head told me they were dead. Mm. It can't be them. Falsify the report. And to your point, Wilco, the clone, is like, no. You know, good soldiers follow orders or that. No, we don't, we don't lie. That's not in our DNA. Literally, we follow orders. And he's, you know, gunned down. For a kid show, that's two people uh, I can think of off the top of my head, like, killed in cold blood in the first three episodes. Wilco gets shot by Rampard, who might be our new agent Callus, and Sniperhead mm-hmm. killing um, the governor in episode three. That Again, I didn't expect him to do that, but, you know, Sniperhead's going to Sniperhead, isn't he? But yeah, I just, <laughs> that, I just wanted to throw that in as well, that that particular clone Wilco, he got killed for standing up to the Empire and saying, no, I'm not yeah. putting misinformation out of there. And Rampard is like, no, I'm t- I don't have anyone standing in my way. I can't have Tarkin find out about this. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. And and all of that sort of political aspect of this show, I think, is fascinating. Like the timeline, where it's set is brilliant. And maybe, maybe this is, and I think I mentioned something similar to you earlier, this is almost at the detriment of the opening of the show, right? Like mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're kind of jumping to, to like our highlights, right? Mm-hmm. And we're talking mostly let's be honest most about the third episode because 
to and and that's probably because we're adults that's probably because you know we're looking at this not through a kid's perspective and that's fine because we're not kids um but the first two episodes you know don't quite give you this much depth maybe as well it's because we've come off the back of something like andor and i know you've already mentioned andor and 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 this very much i I think i know what you're gonna son i want you to 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 talk about that more in a moment but like when you think about um this time in, in star wars there's a lot that can go on there's a lot that needs to happen narratively yes. needs to happen there needs to be a lot of doors closed before we get to solo before we get to andor before we get to rogue one and the original trilogy and i think maybe that's where uh, and understandably is maybe even the wrong word but understandably some people might get frustrated with this show is like oh i know the potential of it it's just that we're we're maybe for lack of a better word we're stuck with the bad batch crew themselves going through their missions mm-hmm. yep and like the the teaching of omega but the truth is i see it as you need a storytelling device and you can treat them as a device on their own like the bad batch to give you a platform to tell this otherwise yep. this wouldn't be a kid show this yep. wouldn't be a kid show no, you're right do you no, know what I, I mean? It no, I agree, mate. But like you said, like, like we said with um, the episode three, again, it's not to say episode one and two is a cartoony in there, you know, stuff you'd see on Nick Junior or Disney Junior or anything like that. No, they're still still very good episodes. But yes, episode yes. three just has a different tone to it, has a different vibe. But um, yeah, without the bad batch as our framing device, then it, first it'd be a, a much different show. I'd be interested to see what they do with it. But you, mm-hmm. you like you say, you need something. You need a jumping off point. You need an uh, inciting incident or group, and in this case, it's the Bad Batch. They are the ones who are getting under the Empire's skin, in which we get to see Rampart panic and shoot someone. We get to see Cody's decision at the end of Episode 3. We get to see where the galaxy is coming off, because not that the, not the Bad Batch aren't controlling the galaxy, but in this little story, we do, we do need them. And of course, with Omega and the lessons that they are imparting, and she's now imparting on them as well, because she's she's not fully in the squad yet i've seen a lot of people saying she's now fully one of the gang not yet i I, maybe they'll get there but in these first three episodes there's still you know it's she is much more capable with a laser archery uh Mm. bow and arrow but there's still kind of slight hesitance there the laser bow that laser bow man it's either that or ezra bridges um slingshot i'm so glad that was chopped up by dad was it daddy vader him, it was his slingshot. Yeah. Oh no, he shot, he, he shot his blaster laser, his blaster saber. Sorry, he uh, smashed that in half. But mm. um, yeah, it would be more of an adult show because we would be dealing with the fallout of Order sixty six, the rise of the Empire, the corruption of the galaxy, the corruption of the people as well. We, that would be our framing device, and we'd end up with something a little bit more like animated Andor, and the Andor has sport us with its everything for me. You know, everything about it stories dialogue insert um positive adjective here but the bad batch still has many things going for it which which work you know start and that's not a, by that i mean i'm not trying to compare the two it's you know the, the bad batch or star what other things like mandalorian isn't necessarily going to be maybe as deep as andor but doesn't need to be as we said and the bad batch mm. doesn't need to be either but i think it's i do think it's come on a lot since its first season in terms of 
focus. These first three episodes feel a bit more focused. Yeah, yeah they've got the yuck yucks in there still, but it feels a little bit more focused. Um, obviously, hopefully the season continues like that. But there, there are lots of good moments in it. Like you say, we've mentioned the first three episodes. There are good moments, let's say, in the, in the first two. I quite enjoy, I think, the first two episodes there are some pretty decent moments of tension in there uh at one point like tech tech's got broken leg can't walk and he's and he's like a one-man band on the, on a last mm. stand in the woods and i'm thinking he ain't making it out of this do you know what yeah. i think I, I was like he's gonna he, he gonna die but um you yeah. know he's, thro- he's throwing himself into a brawls trying to save omega and echo you know he's he's almost sacrificing himself almost so they can get away or get to what they need to do. I thought that was, I thought that was excellent. I thought Romar's story about the toy, the kaleidoscope to Omega. I thought that was quite nice that mm. Omega, Omega's only known fighting and running and Camino all her life. And the guy's like, look, a toy, it's, it's, there's nothing more to it other than it just brings simple joy. And if you can't get joy out of it, then, you know, come on. So I thought that was pretty, I thought that was very nice. It was nice to go back to Sereno and I think we needed to be Sereno, but it was, I know what I obviously, you know, Count Dooku's rich, but it, it felt a bit like a, you know, we're here because we are now we're gone. We're down. I would have liked to see a little bit more done with that. Mm, I see um, what you mean. Cause but, I like that. I like seeing Dooku's office uh, as well. Yeah. I love yeah. seeing the ramification or the aftermath of things. Like we know what happens to Dooku in Revenge of the Sith. And I'm sure at some point you, me, the listeners, I've always thought, what happens after, you know, what happens? Dooku's dead. You know, what happens now? Who, mm-hmm. who lives in his house? Who gets his ship? What happened? You know, we're finding out things like that. It's not, you know, required stuff to know, but it's, I find it really interesting that we do um, hear this stuff. But, at the end of, and, you know, we get to see Sid again. That's fun. And we get a new character called Fee, voiced by Wanda Sykes. Uh, she's a pirate. She loves, I think she loves a bit of tech as well. Tech doesn't get it. But I think, nah. I think, I think Fee wants to take him out for a point. But um, right now, that seems a bit random, hey? Like, his... I think they're gonna again. I, I don't. I, this isn't a spoiler going ahead, and I don't know. But I, I, I think eventually no. they are going to phase out because I because Sid even says, you know, the Empire are closing in. Eventually, this operation is going to go. I do think if there is going to be a third season, I think it will just be the batch. That will be it. They'll be on. They'll mm-hmm. be on the 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 Havoc Marauder, their ship or whatever, and they'll they'll be out there. I do think they're going to start winding that kind of mission of the weak pirate side up. Yeah, I think that's probably a good chat. And I do think there is going to be a season three. I, I think this might even be more than that, four, five, maybe even six seasons, mate. This is wow. the successor to Clone Wars. I suppose it depends how popular it is. But yeah. I'll say this, you know, the people that do love this show, like they they really love this show. They really cheer yeah. and support it. Yeah. And, and um, I it's really great. It's really nice to see. And like when we when when we go to Comic Cons, Matty Boy, um, we see Bad Batch cosplayers. We see Bad Batch cosplayers, and for for a show that is Bad Batch of this size, you know, I mean that respectfully as well. Like, I, that is impressive, isn't it? That is good. It's so great. I think, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes for a while. Interesting. You know, one one thing that um. I think is is worth mentioning, and I think you'll you you'll like this, mate. And I think the listeners will like this. Of course, I, I was rewatching the episodes um, today in preparation for the poddy, you know. Right. And um, the missus was in the living room at one point, and she goes, "Ah, oh, Amiga, Amiga's all grown up. <laughs> she's she's huge." And I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, "Uh." 
that's meant to have not seen I'm the like, show for what a year or so and to immediately yeah. be like oh she she's grown no 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 but main boy she said the name as well yeah like, that's mental and for patrons i mean she's been on the main show a few times but for patrons who have been tuning into like our and or recaps that we've been doing just the wifey and i like mm-hmm. yeah you know she's not got a star wars head she's not really into this stuff <laughs> And yeah, Amiga, I though. thought, hey, isn't that funny that she remembers, like, Amiga or Amiga and, like, you know, oh, the Amiga, Amiga. We're not eyes. underestimating the fandom, I don't think, because we, we know they're a the huge fandom. Like you mentioned, Comic-Con, they're swarming. We saw some lad um, who was cosplaying Wrecker. It was mm. incredible. Um, I always see one one lass yeah. um, she, uh, as Amiga. I know she goes to Ray as well. I took a picture of her at MCM. Uh, she does Amiga as well. I w- I've seen a few ticks and hunters around. So I, don't, so I don't think we underestimate it. I just think we're constantly surprised at you know the reach that this show's had. It's not Mandalorian levels. That's fine. But like you say, for for uh, the wifey to come in and not just rec- realise that the character has grown uh, older, but to actually name drop a character that isn't, you know, it's not, this isn't Baby Yoda. She, you know, Amiga is one of the new additions to the canon and the Bad Batch and this kind of Clone Warsy era. But she's not being pushed like a Baby Yoda, despite kind of having similar traits within the story. So mm-hmm. that's pretty damn cool, man. Do you remember you when people... When, yeah, I know, right? Maybe I will. Um, do, do you remember when people did make the comparisons? First season of Bad Batch, they were like, oh, yeah. this is basically like Mando, Mando but cartoon and for kids. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, yeah, that that didn't really last that long, did it? Obviously, no, there are similar, similarities, but they're not that similar. They're not mm-hmm. that similar. And like you said, or maybe what you're hinting to, is that this maybe that's a bit more in common with something like Andor. You know, it's like it's the same coin. This is just a different side and a lot more of a light and fluffy side in comparison to something that's quite dark and a little bit Blade Runner-y. Um, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, go on, expand on that, mate. What what were you thinking about, like Andor and the Batch? Well, yeah, like I mentioned, like, like I mentioned earlier on, it's about the, the Empire just not having a solid footing on their own okay. affairs that we've we've known all along like the sith themselves mm. the empire will climb above themselves they'll sell out their nan they'll sell out their firstborn in order to basically not feel the wrath or the wrath of their superiors rampart does it here um we see it in in andor where blevin and dedra Miro are constantly trying to one-up each other there's no cohesion there's no teamwork involved here it's very much me 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 how far can i go and we see that a lot here. We saw it a bit in Rebels as well, and we're seeing it here. And I, and I, I just got some vibes that there's that kind of synergy between the two shows that is not necessarily deliberate in terms of Tony Guroy sat down with Filoni and we're like, right, let's talk about the Bad Batch and how we can weave these stories. But I think it's just good mm. planning in terms of overall storytelling that the Empire has always been uh, a, a stack of cars waiting to fall and the bad batch gets that rebels got that mm-hmm. Andor got it kenobi kind of got it is there kenobi got it uh jedi fallen order i don't know the empire seemed pretty good in that but other than that <laughs> it's just this house of cars waiting to fall mate yes yes mate yeah totally agree totally agree um do you know what I wrote. I wrote a few notes. Let me let me, let me show you a few of my notes that I wrote down. This is actually just for the first episode. Once again, 
um, episode one of season two of Bad Batch, Spores of War ends with something a bit similar to Force Awakens, a cheeky Cliff Richard, a cliffhanger, mate. And they're literally on a cliff. They are falling down. And I was like, oh, (laughs) hanging off a cliff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my eye hurts and winking so hard. Yeah, we we get it, we get it, <laughs> bad batch, we get it, bad batch. No, um, I also wanted to say, mate, Bradley D. Baker, D. Bradley Baker, Bradley D. Bradley D. Baker. Baker, D. Bradley. I started working out. It's D. Bradley Baker. Yeah, D. B. B. Right. I wrote down D. Bradley Baker, <laughs> but I just read it as Bradley D. Baker because, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Wink. Oh, <laughs> Cliff Richard. No. D. Bradley Baker, mate, what an absolute gem. What a talent. Yep. What an absolute talent. I always to wonder just about do his voice, this. mate. How his vocals feel because each member of the batch has their own unique voice. That must really cane your throat after a while. Oh, it, I know he's been doing it for ages, but definitely. I was actually, I can't even lie. I was thinking today, I was like, how do they do this? So he mu- they must get other people to record like the other lines and he must do like Hunter in like one go and he's bouncing off of other actors doing the other lines and then he's here responding I'd to himself. So. And like, that's the Come process on the show, I'm having. Tell us. Like, yeah, he can't be doing it all. <laughs> you yeah. Just, yeah. Go on, mate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Omega. On. Come over here. No, she cannot come over here. <laughs> yes, she can. <laughs> no, she can't. <laughs> this guy, this guy, imagine what he does to prepare for a session like that, mate. <laughs> you know, that taking? wouldn't be family friendly, would it? I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm not making any sort of accusations. <laughs> talking. Do you know what, mate, boy? Talking of accusations and that sort oh, of yeah. thing. I heard through the grapevine, um, there's a couple Star Wars outlets, where, be it podcasts, youtube channels or whatever and we're friends of with a lot of these guys right yep. um and we've communicated with him we've been mentioned by other shows a few times yeah um and we've Good been taste. featured we've been featured on a few you know yep. and that's something i'd like to do more of i don't know about you mate but um uh, yeah we need to put ourselves out there a bit more don't we yeah we do maybe <laughs> we do but you know, it's it's fun in it just uh, being with your own co co host and chit chatting. Anyway, right, I get distracted, but a few people were being a little bit accusatory of anyone, anyone, any podcast, any person who got. And this is a few outlets, not just one, but um, they were saying, look, anyone who got these fourteen episodes of Bad Batch early yeah. from Lucasfilm from Disney are shills and they're shilling hard and i was like flaming out this is like sequel trilogy era all over again lads i didn't i didn't think we were at this point and um yeah quite a few people really upset at that and obviously you can shill a bit more i could buy a new webcam yeah maybe that'd be the dream mate that'd be the dream well listen i think as well what they were saying is look if the, the the way it works is we do good reviews and s- stuff like this and you know <laughs> we get we get a pat on the back from disney and everything like that no 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 see all i'll say all i will say is did you on instagram on twitter did you see our willow review that we posted like an hour after we came out the event from from a chinese we, we were tried. in a chinese in chinatown in central london matty boy did our review and we were like we think it's pants. It's, it's not we for me. We tried. We were like, you know, it's, it, I remember saying it looks good. You know, which I think it does. You know, it sounds good. 
you know, we'll see what you guys think kind of thing. And we had Newbold and Matty Boy from Fanta there, James Blyswell. Um, we were the ones who stuck it out at that thing. And man, this whole shield thing, it blows. You know what I mean? Maybe, just maybe, work a bit harder, whoever it is saying that, and maybe you can get some rewards as well. Work harder or do better. Maybe put it's out not, some good content it, once in a while. It's, it's not even, it's not even that it's so, paid for it. Yeah, that's it, mate. It's not even that it's a reward. It's just like, it's, and it, and, and oh, it does feel like a reward for our efforts. Yeah, but it's cool, like, of course it, it does, it's, yeah. It's not that. It is Lucasfilm, Disney are aware that, you know, you guys listen and they're like, hey, let's shove it to them, build some hype around it. It's just marketing. Yep. Yeah. Don't, yep. don't overthink it. This is a kid's show. This is mm-hmm. an animated show. This, yep. you know, this isn't the be all and end all. And we're not going to get any like serious canon twisting craziness going on in the bad batch i don't think it's there to build up on law it's there to build up on canon um and i suppose even what i just said it depends from a certain point of view doesn't it certain point of view do you know what i mean like yeah no, you know i mean i, I you know I, I get it look it's easy i'm not gonna stop getting um odd about it but it's easy to look out and think oh man i want that as well and like you say it's not a reward it's not like oh you guys have done well he have this as a as a prize as a present. No, like you say, it's it, it's down to reach. It's down to community. It's down to whether or not people. There's tr- a lot of trust involved as well. Firstly, because if you get given this stuff, you've got to watch it. And you've got to talk about it. And mm-hmm. there, you know, there is that trust aspect that you can be balanced. That you can be positive and negative where it needs to be. And I'm sure as we go on towards the end of the bad batch if we do any more kind of end of season reviews i'm sure there will be moments where we're like yeah that that was cack that wasn't really very good and and you know what we we will do that whether or not we got them sent to us mm-hmm. or not it doesn't matter mm-hmm. do you know what i mean if, if we're lucky enough to get anything else down the line we'll be just as honest as with that as well nah, nah. That, that, but that's what you need to be you gotta just yeah. be honest there is no there's no shilling going on again. I, I really wish I'm waiting for that. Dis- and factually, I've actually got some Disney bucks here. So I can't I lie. I've got some Disney money. They have been sending us money. I've genuinely got Disney dollars. What? Uh, what? What are they? Uh, somebody at work gave them to me asking if Olivia wanted them. I said, yeah, sure. But so they are just there, like toy money. They're not yeah, like it's not money real money. Yeah, no, no. It. yeah, it's no. not money you can spend it like Disneyland Paris or like Florida or something. Uh, probably not. No, I don't know. It's just imagine that just that oh but, um, sweet if, if anyone asks i got that yeah, bob Iger came out to my house we had a cup of tea together we played full and order and he said right <laughs> whilst we're at it son give us a good bad batch review and you can have these this wad of disney dosh you know, get off your high horses so um yeah, yeah no look i get it but but i get it as well like, i get i get that um and also there's a lot of episodes to drop ain't it it's a lot of dra- episodes to drop 14 episodes there you go on your bike watch those i was thinking look i'll i ain't even watched all the 14 episodes i'm a busy guy i've just bought a house mate i'm, I'm there's I, a lot know, to get on with you and it's a busy time of year it's a really yep. busy time of year <laughs> and but i've what what i have watched i have really enjoyed so you know there's been a few uh, here and there i'll say that no spoilers there has been a few here and there i thought get on with it just want this one to finish i want to get back to what i want to see i've got a question we will get to that yes sir right because what you just said leads beautifully to my question all right do you think this is a bit of a scroller at times season two bad batch scroller that means you're gonna watch it there we go 
you're going to be on your phone. Oh, let me just nip on Instagram. Let me go on Twitter, look at that. Before you know it, I'm hearing the title music for Bad Batch. It's over. Yes. And let me just stick something well, else on. You think? Partly. There are okay. there are episodes, and for the 15th time, no spoilers, there are episodes <laughs> where I thought, oh, this, you know, come on. Come on, let's just let's get on with this. Let's move on. And yeah, I'll be on there. I'll be you know checking the old phone, checking the emails, texting Blilo Ren or whatever I'll be doing. Um, but yeah, but then there are some like episode three. Well, even to be fair, the first three episodes where you know I was in. Maybe it was because this is the first three and it's setting the groundwork. But I don't care, mate. If it's bad, I'm not going to watch it. I'll be on my phone. The first three, I wasn't really scrolling at all. I wasn't scrolling at mm-hmm. all. Other than check mm-hmm. the time. Um, a few moments later on, I was. But then there were also a few moments later on where I was not. I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. This is ace. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are there are very good moments to come. There are some episodes that are a bit waff, but there are some very, very good moments to come in this. But, you know, it partly, partly is only because of the length of it and it does feel a bit drawn out. But what about you? Is this one you can see yourself scrolling away at? At times, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say basically what you said, mate. There are moments where I'm like, yeah, this is a bit slow, just like classic. Yeah, I'm just going to whip the old phone out, go on Instagram, do some admin, some life admin. Um, What I'm trying to do nowadays is stick my phone on do not disturb. If I don't need to be on my phone, you know, things can wait. And I think I'm I'm trying to do that just with like everything in life. So when I'm watching TV with my missus or or whatever, like I'm in that moment. And I do yes. think phones can just absorb you from from life it's in general. Damaging for your mental health as well, being stuck yeah, to your phone, phone or just 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 your sanity as well, mate. I think any a film or a show in this twenty first century can live or die, as you say, by whether or not it is a scroller. Now during what Spot. was that Andor? I wasn't scrolling on my phone during Andor. During, from what I can say of The Last of Us, not didn't watch, didn't touch my phone once. Didn't, no, in no way. Bad Batch, you know, it's, it's 16 episodes, 14 for us so far. There's a lot going on. There are times where you don't need to be as keyed in because there are moments which aren't quite as pivotal to the overarching story. They're just a bit, a bit fluffy uh, throughout. Uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no. I was just, I was just watching your face. I could see you going. Mm, I, was also, I was also admiring no, the hoodie well, again. Well, I I I wasn't sure if you were done or not, mate. I was like, oh yeah, no, he's spitting some facts. Yeah, no, I, I didn't in, end uh, on the correct inclination of tone of voice here. I kind of <laughs> that's true. I finished my sentence and then left it like yeah. that. But uh, no, <laughs> I think uh, there are, there are plenty of scrolly moments. I'd love to hear from people out there who. Who disagree though? Like, you know, we, you know us on the sessions. We try to we keep it as balanced and positive as and lighthearted as possible. I would love to know if there's people out there who who are like, no, there there is literally no moment in this where I wanted to look at my phone. I think this show would have really benefited from the third episode dropping alongside episodes one and two. I really think this would have done well with that i, I also so. think that the the release schedule what 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 is it in effect it's 15 weeks of release 14 i think is it 14 you've got two weeks no, to, two to begin with 
two in the middle, two, which two is, at the end. Two, which is one. So you're only taking away one. And there's 16 episodes in total, and right? So six 15. and seven are together as well. That's oh, are they? they? Out together. And the finale is coming out together as well, 15 and 16. Right. So I, think actually I didn't know that. I think it is 14, 14. Yeah, I think it's 14. 14 or 13 or whatever. Which is okay. what? Oh, that's like mad. Maths, three, six, nine, twelve, four and a half months still. No, but no, I still three months. No. <laughs> Oh, come yeah. on, man. Not, this ain't the maths podcast. Listen, like I, I just feel like that is a long time to to expect families to tune in for for a show nowadays. I think it worked when our Cartoon Network had Clone Wars, you know. But we're talking about a long time ago, mate. Yeah, we're talking about like more than 10 years ago, oh. up to 10 years ago, and just only like a smidge after. It's a completely different world. Um, but I want to just end like the main discussion on, because we're coming, we're coming to the end now. I and I know so. we haven't, we haven't done a deep dive on this. We've gone over our favorite moments and, and, and our criticisms, but some things I, I especially love that we've not mentioned yet. And I think other people will love. I'll start with this. I think actually, kids um of different ages would really enjoy this yeah i i think more the second season than the first season and in our initial review and reaction to this that's what i was getting at anyway um i think generally it's it's a step up than the to to the first season but i do think kids will enjoy this i think there's a lot to love and take away i was trying to imagine myself as a as a padawan you know mm-hmm. seeing all the action seeing yeah. the clones back and the, and the, just the military presence in season two it's everywhere it's literally everywhere and i think for a lot of kids that will be really fun and mm-hmm. they'll just want to go and play bad batch whether it's in the playground or with their action figures toys or whatever um so i think that's a massive bonus seeing battle droids again mate awesome <laughs> yeah. The sound design, the sound design of these three episodes is fantastic. The combat, particularly in the third episode, is phenomenal. Maybe, maybe some of the best animated Star Wars combat we've ever seen. I'll I'll say that. I'm talking about like battles and stuff, you know, yeah, like Jedi, you know, take away the Star Wars Rebels and the Clone Wars stuff that involves Jedi. You know, take that away. Or even if you're more into this, like imagine someone like Essex Scott, he'd be all over this, mate. Oh, he's going to be loving this. Yeah. Yeah, mate. So and that's on top of everything else I've mentioned as well. I think I think these are some solid, solid bits of Star Wars. And I'm looking forward to everyone seeing the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I'm with you, mate. This is good. There's some good messages here. There's some great action, some great sound, some nice divisions among the gang we're seeing already. Crosshair, Rampart are playing each other by the sounds of it. Tech's got a broken leg, but he's a he's a bad boy fighter. I mean, Amiga's spitting wisdom throughout. I think this is a really, really good start. These first three episodes have been very, very good, mate. Uh, p- people seem to love it as well. 91% on Rotten Tomato, the critics, oh, 76% wow. with the audience wow. as well. So what is far, it? 76% for the audience, okay. 91% with the critics. So mm. people out there are loving it. We know you guys out there in the social world and in the sessions world are loving it. We're loving it too. Long may it continue. Hi, this is Nick Joseph, Major Aho Extra Fog. 
in Star Wars A New Hope. And you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. What was that? What was that? <laughs> Mate, what this, on earth was that? This is a, for those watching, listening in audio, this one's for the video. It is the biggest slab of mint chocolate cake I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> My buddy at work, James Pegs, his <laughs> missus is a baker. I've been to the baker. Anyway. It's incredible. And they obviously had cake at the weekend. And so I got a letter on my desk, a post on my desk at work saying, check the fridge. And I was like, oh, what's he put in there? This huge slab of cakes. So I was like, do you know what? That's coming home with me. Um, what's he put in there? Derely, yeah, like, derely triangles. Oh, no, no, what's he left open in there? Some salmon. But yeah, I've got some cake there. I'm going to be finishing off after the episode, mate. But with cake, I know what goes mm. nicely with that. A drink. Yeah. United Sids Parlour. We have pulled <laughs> the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. You and I know that only means one thing, my friend. We're going in, shall we? Let's do it. to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Absolutely. Give me the spiciest drink you've got. Pour me another Park Kellen sling. Where are you going, master? For a drink? He's built like Wrecker over there. He's got the brain of Tech, the brawn of Hunter, the the brawn, was it the muscle of wrecker and some of the stuff the other ones have got Hunter, as well. i've got the the nouse of hunter and i've got the, the voice of, hunter. of omega <laughs> yeah man you you are just you're just a bad boy now yeah. for those who are old to the show each week we sit down with you lot the greatest listeners <laughs> was, in the galaxy i was gonna say, Go I was gonna say the health the health of echo <laughs> <laughs> before they picked him up <laughs> but he oh, connected wow. to that thing yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't have those funky strawberry milkshakes you did so more for you uh, echo no, true true well, well we have we have those strawberry nutrient milkshakes and we have a couple of kef beers here in the bantina we wanted to get your thoughts each week we get your thoughts on our main discussion and this week we asked for your thoughts on the opening episode of the bad batch season two when you came in strong as ever Yes, you did. And to kick us off this week is none other than Amy, a.k.a. Pilpertine from Instagram. Uh, Go check her out. But let's listen to what Amy thinks about Bad Batch Season 2 so far. Hi, I'm Pilpertine. I'm really excited about the Bad Batch being back. The first two episodes are great. I thought there were some amazing moments, especially with Hunter and Omega, and it was Really, really amazing to see Tech and Echo shine. They got some really good screen time. Really good moment with Echo. They've set something up with Echo that I don't want to happen, but I feel it will. Um, but I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. Really, really happy to get them back and can't wait to see what's left of season two. I was trying to copy the old uh, the old lightsaber outro for our audio then. <laughs> Matty Boy's fault. Uh, Matty Boy's fault. Got sorry. the old lightsaber out. Oh, uh, no, Amy. So, so true. I'm glad uh, you loved the first two episodes of The Batch. Um, Echo. 
Echo. Yeah, he is a bit more grumpy in this season, isn't he? And he's a bit more concerned about what they're doing with Amiga, where they're going with Amiga, and, like, really, that she shouldn't be living a life that she's living at the moment, you know? And Rekka knows that, but I think the way they're going about that is, is, a, is a bit different. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think, oh, Echo's going to get... Is he going to leave the batch and maybe Cody's going to join or what's going to happen? Cody joining would be a lot of fun. Mm. And one more time, no spoilers, but uh, Cody joining would be fun. Echo, yeah, I think in these episodes they're kind of hinting at what may be for Echo, whether that comes to pass, we'll see. But uh, again, Echo's been the one to kind of stand up and think, Rather than plundering all this money so we can be free and we can go and live on Scarif and, you know, enjoy the sun, we could use this money to, you know, fund, buy weapons, get soldiers, but push back against the Empire, against our the brothers who essentially betrayed us or we betrayed. Uh, Echo's the one who's kind of almost like pushing against the gang. Amiga sees it. I don't think the other guys see it. I'm really excited to see where he's... Uh, story goes and the fact that we've got that so early on is what we were saying earlier mate it's exciting it isn't just the batch going another mission blah blah blah, blah. there's now the stakes that well, first they could die like I thought Tech was going to or they could start mm-hmm. branching off and doing their own thing I think it's exciting mate yes mate yes mate I think there's a lot of potential for Cody as a character mm-hmm. with just kind of like a moral dilemma you yep. know he's got a, he's, his conscience is like it's playing up and he's like look I know this ain't right and this is kind of playing on that theme that is from Clone Wars that not all clones are the same that they do develop different personalities and yep. they become different people especially as time goes on uh, thank you so much for sending that through Amy aka Pilpertine over on Instagram um, we'll be seeing Amy at Star Wars Celebration in yes. London in a few months which will be great crack uh, right over on Instagram let's get a few comments from Instagram uh, Collector Saul says this great return loved being dropped straight into the action mid mission classic Lucas style that's a great point that's a fantastic point. I love yep. it. Yeah. Echo that completely if you uh, pardon the pun. Struck, uh, he, he goes on to say, struck a nice balance between picking up where they left off at the end of season one and some hints as to where season two is going. We really are spoiled for great Star Wars storyte- storytelling between this and live action shows. Uh, thank you for sending that in, mate. Great opinion. Now, Lukey Boy Summerfield, Thick Boy, oh. King of Wales, one quarter portion on Insta says, I'm sorry to say I fell asleep. The <laughs> animation style was brilliant, but starting with another mission for Granny Bosk isn't the way forward for me. I'm hoping it will pick up. Listen, I think if you weren't a fan of that in season one, I get it. Yeah. I really I, I really do get it. It's not gonna be for everyone. Granny um, Bosk. Alex Fletcher 72 all the way from Scotland is saying I love them but for future episodes I hope it's more about them and less about Omega the first season was amazing but I'm worried it will start to feel repetitive with the storylines I get that I completely completely get that I think that's something we were kind of hinting at in our main discussion Alex uh, and lastly that nerd Tony 92 says happy that the batch is back and I've got something to look forward to on my Wednesdays yeah I, I, I totally get that with that said though 
it still leaves me wanting more and I hope further episodes are going to feed into this new post-Republic world for us Star Wars nerds um, and I'll also add this Eve said it's a bit like asking how the food was uh, when all you had so far was bread solid start and I love the Bad Batch cuisine but it's too early to tell great take <laughs> great take that's a, that's a classic Eve answer <laughs> it's proper Eve isn't it it <laughs> it really is it really is yeah so we got some good answers what are people saying over on twitter mate on the twits and the facebooks or meta whatever uh the mandalorian he said in my best top internet movie critic voice it's fine thanks mate uh, i struggle to care about any of the characters or plot mm-hmm. and it's firmly alongside resistance as entertaining content for the kids but it will clearly not ascend to the levels clone wars and especially rebels managed to uh, Christopher mm. Patterson, pedo, my Australian mate, great film critic, said, it's not bad, but it does feel a little stagnant. Would love to see a real change-up, something wholly original and unique. Richard Burgess thought it was top-notch. Elson Trinidad thought it was a great start to season two, but said Wrecker's lines weren't as funny as season two. Season one, sorry, Seth Parnell said it was totally wicked. Uh, Nerdy Girl X Tracy said they came back with a bang. And I love both episodes. Omega's growing up and the dynamics of the team are changing. Now they're a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Stewart said he's baffled by text references to kilograms. And um, just quickly, mm, I- Jimmy Adams said uh, he loves, he liked it. He thought the armour looked good and it was mm. uh, good to see some time passed. Philip James East said he was a bit underwhelmed, if he's going to be honest. So Rob mm. Pittman said he loved it. Um, there's a lot of mixed opinions there certainly on twitter and on Instagram as well it's not universal we knew it would be universally loved and need to be but the people who love it you know top notch i loved it we're getting the people who didn't well like summerfield fell asleep but then we get people like mank and pato who say it's good but it could be better mm-hmm. and i think that's quite a nice blend you know not everyone's going to love everything star wars puts out i think it's quite nice that people can just like watch something not like it and then move on yeah yeah and that's why i'm grateful for our uh, little slice of the old community mate you know we've got pretty reasonable people you know and if they don't like it that's cool you know be be nice about it yeah. and, and 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 move on there we go there we go there we go all right mate uh, i liked um that point about kilograms um i i saw that elsewhere on the internet people going What's about what's what's up with the kilograms? What's up with that? And it's like, that's not very really Star Wars, are you? Yeah, like, but it's, oh. it's, it's it's tick, isn't it, mate? But yeah. um, mate, the Bantina wouldn't be finished if we didn't get one more opinion. Royalty, oh. Scandinavian royalty. Oh, Matilda Backlund. She sent us a filthy little morsel in. I think it's only fair we treat our ears, mate. Here it is. Hello, Star Wars stationers. Like most of you, my Nuggets and I have watched the two first episodes of The Bad Batch Season 2. My son, who is the brain in the family, asked me after just a few minutes if, Mum, are The Bad Batch actually thieves or are they heroes? Which I thought was a brilliant question, considering that this was the whole message of these two first episodes. My daughter, who is more emotionally inclined, she was really worried when they were rapidly descending in the container ship. And she was also really excited when Wrecker wreaked havoc with a tank gun. All in all, we thought that these two first episodes were a blast. 
pun intended. Greetings from Sweden and the Swedish Jedi. Bye. Big Ben Kenobi getting in on the act there. The Swedish Jedi. The Swedish Jedi, uh, Matilda Tilly B, is always sounds so positive, and I love it. And the coolest part is, we've seen it on our socials, Matilda sits down with her young'uns, as she just mentioned, mm-hmm. and they all enjoy it together. And the thing, that's the beautiful thing about kids, um, the wonderful, the mind of a child, is that you can get two different kind of vo- points of view on the same show, which may be... As an adult, we wouldn't have got. So, uh, Matilda, mm, thank you so true. much for, for spitting those wisdom for us one more time. Yeah, thanks, Matilda. I, I, I'm really grateful to hear about, like, how um, the kids feel about it. You know, and that's why, um, yeah, that's why we, we actually reached out to Matilda to be like, look, can you send this through? Because we knew that you watched this with your Padawans. And we want, we, we just wanted to get that, that perspective because... Um, it, it, it's easy for us to just get caught up in our own little community where we just talk about Star Wars as grown-ups watching a cartoon that's intended for kids at the end of the day. Yep. So, yeah, I, I thought that was important. But Matilda, thank you so much for sending that all the way from Sweden. And thanks to everyone else who sent in their filthy opinions from all over the internet. Yes, sir. If we didn't get to your comment or voice message this week... Don't stop sending them in. Don't stop believing. Keep sending them. We'll do everything we can to get you on an upcoming edition of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Hey, hey. where's Kay come from? It's horrible. What, what flavour? What flavour of K.A. is that? It's Caribbean Cola with a K. Nah. I had to get some change the other day from work, and the cheapest thing I could get was that me- me- melon juice, which was stunning, and this Caribbean Cola, which was unstunning. Yeah, that, that's a K- K.A. have nerfed the uh, sugar levels and all their drinks, haven't they? And they yep. It's dead. It's dead. Yep. It's not good. Throw it not out, good. mate. I used to love the K Black Grape. That was oh, yes. mad. Yeah, that that was so not. That was so good. So good. <laughs> yeah, Danny Boy's getting a lot of play this week. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. Um, right to kick us off, Patreon questions. Spice this part of the Bantina. Uh, sign up to our Patreon, and you get to ask us a question every month about anything Star Warsy. Sean Hudson, familiar name, he says, Greetings, exalted ones. The new year is upon us, and with that brings Star Wars celebration. Yes. Let the hype train begin. Chew, chew. Indeed, Shawnee boy. What are both your wishes and expectations from the show with regards to announcements? I wish for the announcement of a new trilogy in the pipeline and with the expectation that Mando is getting season four and or season two uh, will be announced 2024 and that thankfully there will be no solo two. Sorry, Jimmy. What do you think? Uh, Sean said about that 
said that by the way not me um what do you think we will be hearing or do you think uh after a huge 2022 as you guys recently covered in the main show last week this will be a holding year and celebration 2024 will be where the spice is at either way can't wait for the sick heads to assemble cheers lads keep it spicy um great question expectations matty boy over to you what do you reckon mate uh, can you repeat that? I wasn't listening. Yeah, you, mate. <laughs> I'm some, I, <laughs> I have, I have a theory that sometimes you give me the more difficult ones to read. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just want I to see if you get through, muscle. <laughs> yeah, he like he's maybe was like, oh, a long one. Let me give it. To, let me give it to Luke. <laughs> the <blind> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> No, no, go um, on, mate. What'd you celebration reckon? Celebration. Yeah, hey, look, a trilogy would be lovely. You know, I thought, so I've mentioned ad nauseum now. I'm not in the game for trilogies anymore. I think it's, I think it's an outdated form of storytelling because it's first core is first. It's the same thing you're going to get every time. I would, I would like to see, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for a smaller celebration in terms of news, but with that news, I want it to blow the doors down. For example, by that, I mean... I think we're going to find out. I, I just want to know more about Ahsoka, about Skeleton Crew. And by that, I don't. I want to see stuff. I want to see trailers for them, all of it. I want to know the cast. Similar for the Acolyte. Give me some details on the Acolyte. And the Lindelof film, which is apparently in production. That's fine by me. Just tell me about that. Because if we start saying, and Sean Levy's film, and in 2029, we've got the director of a film no one's ever heard of because it's not been production yet, we're going to give him a, a, a film as well. Mm-hmm. Just hold back tell us about Lindelof tell us about the things we already know about unlike Shawnee Boy said we know we're getting season 4 of Mando because Favs is, is writing it now it's, it's, it's in that kind of early stage production M- maybe drop some nuggets about that if it's not too spoilerific for season 3 of Mandalorian I'm happy just to find out more about what we know because it manages my expectations and everybody else's as fans we love all the drops you yeah. and me, we were digging it on the Disney Investors Day when Kathy Kennedy and Iger dropped. We're having ten shows. We're having fifteen films. We were like, "This is this is it. This is great. We've got so much to talk about." And the yeah. reality is, you know, we ain't getting Lando. We ain't, we ain't getting Rangers of the New Republic. We're not getting so many of these. I don't want that. I don't want to be told we're getting f- three films and three more series. And I need to find out that probably not. So I'm quite happy, mate, just to find out about the shows that are upcoming, get our first looks, get our cast drops, get some news, and confirmation of the first film, which would be, I assume, the Lindelof film. Just just confirm it. Maybe drop a poster or, or whatever they can do, or not, you know, concept art, or whatever they can do for it. That would be fine for me. It may not be exciting for the rest of the world who, who may want big news, and I totally understand that, but for my expectations, I want to keep them tempered and just... Just, just stick to what we know. But what about you, mate? Are you in the game for something a little bit bigger and more explosive? Yeah, I think we. I I actually think just through how the production of all these Star Wars projects is happening, I think this could be quite a big celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think we're going to get maybe the title and confirmation of the Lindelof film. Which, by the way, by the way, mate. We were talking about a Star Wars film being made at Pinewood Studios in April of this year, months ago. Yeah. Yeah. The eagle-eyed listeners, eagle... um, Eagle-eared. Eagle-eared. Those eagle-eyed listeners would have heard. What? (laughs) What? What? Um, uh, 
no, no. Well, uh, they would have they would have noticed that we. <laughs> that's a better way to put it. Isn't it? They would have noticed. We've been talking about that for months. We've been talking about that for months, and we've heard that from a few people that yes. April and Pinewood, soon. it's it's happening. It's happening. A Star Wars film. We just weren't one hundred percent sure which director it was going to be, and also the scooping stuff ain't really our game. Yeah, so whatever. But it, it seems to be pretty common knowledge now. Um, I think we're going to get a, a few details on that, mate. I'm, I'm hoping a title. I think and or season um, season two is a given. We're going to yep. see stuff on that. I think there is going to be a celebration of Andor. I'd love to see a celebration last year in Anaheim uh, over in California. They did the Mandalorian experience, yeah. right? Where they had the Looked props great. and ships. I'd love to see something like that for Andor. That'd they be did cool. one for Rogue One, didn't they, here in 2016? Yeah, they, uh, smaller yeah, scale. they did. But they did. It was a it was a smidge different, but the, yeah. yeah, they had all of the outfits out in in um, glass um, cases yeah, for everyone to see. And oh, it was sick, mate. That was sick. And yeah. the, and the big Rogue One in a in in, in a huge yeah. logo above it. It's getting me so excited, mate. Yeah. It, it's getting me so excited. The idea that it's just like a few miles down the road as well. I, I'm absolutely buzzing. Mando season four again, Shawnee boy. I think that's given. I think that's a given, mate. I think they might even... Oh, don't forget, mate, we're going to be getting stuff for Skeleton Crew. We, that, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we're going to get that. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a teaser for Skeleton Crew. I think we'll get a teaser for the Acolyte. Why not? Yeah, this stuff is all in production. I think Skeleton Crew is meant to finish, like, in a few weeks, isn't it? Well, well that's what they're supposed said. to. I, I, I've heard, like... I saw today they've said in a, in in like a few weeks filming for that will be will be finished but let's see. Um <laughs> mate was looking at me like a cheeky chat. What 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 do you know mate? Like, I don't Oh, leave off mate. <laughs> no, no, leave nothing, off. Mate. I, I th- I'm hoping we see some stuff about it a celebration like you too. Yes. All right. That's that's not why I asked. But all right. Oh. <laughs> He's looking at me with his beady ears. I mean, beady eyes. <laughs> you cheeky so and so, cheeky so and so. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you about that after the show, mate. <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Right. Um. Yeah. I think that's a given. Um. But like what Matty Boy said, I think less is more sometimes. Yeah. And I think the big news is going to be about the film. And yep. I think. I don't think we'll get a teaser for the film. It no, would have no, been no, filming for all of a few days yeah. by the time. We might get um, a behind-the-scenes shot of a director's chair or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We might not even get a title of the film. Mm-hmm. We might just get kind of like a roadmap of this is the next saga. And it's not a trilogy. It's a, it's a contained story <laughs> over here. a certain amount. Yes, yeah, set here, then, whatever. Yeah. Um, that'll be very 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 exciting and i think that answers everything i think we'll get some more animated stuff as well sean yep. so, you know animation seems to always do well in styles i'll announce more stuff like that and maybe other lucasfilm stuff i'm not always a fan of when they include indiana jones and willow at star wars willow. celebration this is star wars celebration not willow celebration it's not indiana jones celebration you you, you know they're going to do it though didn't you yeah. 
you know if they do, do a Lucasfilm studio panel again I think that's a given Indy I can see mm. because that comes out a month or two afterwards and Harrison Ford so there's that at least tie and I guess you could say the same with Warwick but um, yeah I mean of course I'd love them to keep it Star Wars and I think this year they're going to have enough stuff to talk about and I think we're on the same wavelength you know less is more but I think the more will still be pretty spicy I think there'll be people out there who'll be disappointed because they want another five series announced they want three films announced and that's cool you know we've maybe we've been spoiled since mm-hmm. the Disney takeover but I think now I think it's time to pull back and let's just let's just be clever with our planning or what we yeah. what we want to announce or drip free to the public but um surely boy good answer a good question I hope you hopefully you thought they were good answers anyway um Sean I heard of him uh, our next question is from a man we've already mentioned once on this episode Scott Fisher the Essex clone he will be loving the Bad Batch he loves a clone he says hi lads with the Bad Batch returning this month I was wondering what role will Commander Cody's return be in the series and how much of an impact will it have he has seen a fair amount during the trailers and I wonder if we'll see more of the Imperial perspective through the eyes of Cody along with Sniperhead of course what do you think Cody's purpose will be in the second season keep it spicy Scotty boy um, boy. I'm just going to chuck in straight, straight away, mate, that mm. because I've seen quite a lot of this, I'm quite clued up on what Cody's presence is going to be in the season. So yep. I'm not going to say anything about that other than to answer your second <laughs> question, part of the question, which is, you know, the Imperial perspective through the eyes of Cody. Yes, because we've seen that in episode three. I think we're kind of seeing what he thinks about Sniper Head and the the new imperial reign compared to what it was like before but um i think fans of cody are going to enjoy seeing him back we've been waiting for a long long time so hopefully if you're a, if you're a cody stan you're going to enjoy what's coming but what do you think then mate what do you think cody's purpose is going to be in this season yeah i think it is effectively a clone that isn't really in line with the vision of the empire and what was the republic you know this is someone who's now kind of done a complete u-turn and gone yeah do you know what this ain't it and this isn't me just like apparently a lot of other clones not all clones but a lot of other clones they're going look we've done what we were meant to do this isn't what we were made for we were made for something very very different and that's what i think yeah i i think scott this is a good question but but um I th- I think this week's episode of Bad Batch would have almost answered it for you. So it's it's a little bit of unfortunate timing, sadly. Um, but nevertheless, it is a good question. I will say this, Scotty Boy. I was thinking of you during a lot of the third episode of Bad Batch. I was like, this Scott, Essex Scott, Scott Fisher, he is going to be all over this all over this the way Sniperhead was throwing those like mirror blaster things onto the turret on the, on the wall of the turret bit, Scott. bang like oh my days yeah I, yeah he's, he's already 3d printing it in, in the background <laughs> yeah but i i thought it was tremendous absolutely tremendous and i think scotty boy is going to be all over that um let's know what you think scott let us know what you think you know am i missing something here do you think it's going to go any further than what we've said let us know buddy yeah good answer mate i can't wait to see what everyone thinks of sniper head commander cody and the bad batch season two 
overall. So, Shawnee Boy, Scotty Boy, Scotty Boy, Shawnee Boy, thank you very much for those questions. We hope you did you justice and we hope you enjoyed our answers everybody out there what are you hoping for from a celebration do you want big or do you gonna are you gonna temper your expectations somewhat scotty boy dogs that? that's the uh, outside um <laughs> it's just a dog just going mental um commander cody what do you guys want from him let us know your answer to those questions however that is going to be our time in the band tina done for this week bartender sorry about the mess but we're going to be back again same time again to cause havoc next week in the Bantina ladies and gentlemen it's the Star Wars Sessions game game yeah boy the Star Wars Sessions game. Each week, we end with a Star Wars theme game. Each week, we alternate who's going to host it. This week, it's my turn to host it. Lukey boy, do you want to know what you're playing this week, son? Always, mate. What's what's going down? You're going to be calling Alex Jessup. Really? No, you're not really. You ain't really, no. We can't. Jessup, I we love you, mate. For I that. got my phone. <laughs> you're right, <laughs> you, you were desperate to do it. You're desperate to put a good ring on like, Jessup, mate. Go on. You're a lad for uh, almost taking <laughs> a three grand loan for the yacht. <laughs> and then, do people um, know? Do people know what happened after? They don't know. Like there uh, was no. A- I'll save that for the live show. I think <laughs> we'll save that for All celebration right. when he's there. Uh, we we'll get right. him up on stage, talk about it, maybe um, at the the after party. Um, right, this week's game, my friend, is one we did the other week, but I didn't get to finish. And actually, I think I'm missing one of the files. But we're playing a game of backwards once again. Oh, I've got I love four backwards. Tunes. They're backwards, mate. I need you to unbackwards them right, and tell me what they are. Right, give me Please do. I thought I had five. It turns out I only got four, but that's, that's right. okay. That's okay, mate. Episode 189, we're loving it. Are you ready for part one of Reverse? <laughs> backwards reverse back it up mate back it up back, back it up back, back, boop, back it up back boop, it up boop, dj you can have a week <laughs> off we don't need you this week here we go part one let me turn this one up for you mate and then uh he's already set him off here we go ready yeah let's do it <laughs> That's the end credits. The end Slash credits. <laughs> Is it a medal <laughs> ceremony? Oh, of what film? A New Hope. Where did that take place? What do they call it? Um, Yavin. Kind of. Yes, you Yavin are right. Kwan. They call it the throne room and finale. Don't really like a throne oh, to me. When I, you know what? That. That's such a. I've never got that throne yeah, room to me. Emperor and it helps. Last Jedi. Or yeah, like. Or- or, Jedi, or the, the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the medal. So where our boy Nick Joseph gave some medals out. Uh, yes, that is the f- uh, throne room and finale from A New Hope. You are one for one. See if you can ace What's it. it. Let's go already. Number two, my friend. Here we go. Let me get this one queued up. Let me get this one turned up. Here we go.
that's a difficult one. That could definitely be from few. Star Wars. No, you can tell it's that could be yeah. a few. That's not Leia's theme, is it? I don't know. Is it? <sighs> it's. Do you know what? My immediate thought was it's the music. You know when Ray, Finn, and Poe hug at the end of Rise of Skywalker. Uh, yes, I know that one. That was On, my immediate uh, thought. Klaus. Yeah, that was my. Is that what it's called? Agent Klaus. That's what the uh, planet's called, isn't it? The one named yeah. Slough. Yeah, but that's not what the song's called, right? No, the song is called Reunion, I think. Right, so it's not that reunite. One. <laughs> Cheers, mate, boy. It's not that one. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Right. Um, well, it's not that. I'm. I'm. I, I think it's Layers theme, but I'm not sure. Can I listen to it one more time? Of course you can, mate. Here we yeah, go. Go on. Go on. Go on. Do you have an idea? Oh, there's one. Oh, this is really is bad. It, is is it, it? Go on. No, no, because I, I know what it is. And I'm listening like, oh, there's one bit, which is it. Like, that, that's it. Yes. But go on. Do, 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 do. It sounds like a grand version of Layers theme, but I don't think it is. Is it? Is it? Is it from Empire Strikes Back? Give me a clue. Is it? Empire? Uh, yes, it's in Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Yes, it's so Empire Strikes Back. It's <laughs> either to do. It's to do with Han and Leia, so Cloud City ish. Is it cl- the Cloud City theme or like Han and Leia? Like I love you. I know that bit. Ooh. Is it that bit? You're gonna lock it in. Yeah, I'm going to lock that really vague answer in <laughs> and hope you uh, give you a bit of leeway. I, yeah? I feel I, I feel bad, man. I feel terrible. Damn you know that it. one where you were like, I think it's this. Nah, <laughs> it's Princess It's Leia's theme. It's Princess Leia's theme from Star Wars. Yeah, that one's taken from A New Hope. It's Leia's theme. It's from, a, it's it's from, from a, a New, new Hope. hope. There's a little bit at the end where it kind of goes... Doo, 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 doo. You can just hear that backwards. It's still so kind of sounds like, Is it from Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> no, it's, from, it's, from, it's in Empire... That's why I said... I, didn't, I, I was very clever. I said it's in Empire Strikes Back. I, yes. Right. Someone put that on a T-shirt. I was very clever. <laughs> Matt Hudson, <laughs> 2023, January. No, I changed All what right. I would. No, no, I mean, fair, fair, fair. I mean, fair. You, 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 Han and Leia was partly there because kind of there are motifs within Han and Leia which are Leia's theme, of course. So yeah, you're yeah, very much thanks, on the right mate. track, baby. You were born this thanks, way. Mate. Okay, we'll give you half a point because you did keep Cheers, saying his Princess Leia's theme. Right. The next one, two more, mate. Here is part three. You ready? Mm. Here we go. Go on. Never seen you look so confident. That is sequel trilogy. That's sequel. That sounds more like reunion. That sounds like it. It's it's from that film. Oh, for Pete's <laughs> sake! Yuck, 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 yuck. It is. It's from. It's from Rise. It's Trust, from yeah. Rise. It's from Trust. It's from Trussy. 
is there um I may I'm I'm lost man <laughs> I know I know it's sequely isn't that mental like when you think about it your brain can go I know it's from around that yeah, you're fully in the right area I don't one. I can't tell you what like isn't that crazy that your brain it has that information yeah. it's just struggling to dig something for something just clicks but you just can't put it together it yeah. is from the sequels it is from Tross error 404 mate error 404 Go on, play it again for us, mate. I'm Here we sorry. Go. Play listeners. the DJ. I'm play sorry, it. He played again. Here's so right now, where it's this is part of the game. Here we go. This is it. Yeah. Is it? It's. I think it's called like. A new home or something? Uh, that is the one from the end, isn't it, when she, when the English so. Rose naffs off to some reason to Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Return the Lightsaber's Home. Yeah, so of course. Yes, to that's reunite right. the twins. That's right, to... yes, of course. Yeah. Um, are you going for that one? I don't think, I'm not confident, mate, but I'm, I'm aware time is ticking. Yeah? Um, you know. Yeah, I'll go with that. Or, yeah. Go on. Go on. Okay. Bring out my misery. He said, he said it's a new home. Mate, the song, the theme is titled <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker. He's just called The Rise of Skywalker. It's the main theme from the film. <laughs> he Where's looks that? so distraught. Where's that play? <laughs> I'm I'm losing it, mate. <laughs> I knew it was that. <laughs> they do, but again, they do play it in reunion, but it's not from that. They do oh, also play in a new for home. For sake, I love lovely bit of music though. Superb bit of music. This, yep. So it's a bit for further him. in. It's about 30, 20, 30 seconds in from that. Oh um, my days! You've got to hear, haven't you? Here, yeah, here. It's a beautiful bit of music, isn't it? Uh, it's stunning. John Williams is he was loving it when he made this. Yeah, all right. All right, yeah, all right. Look, I'm going to take the L. There we go. Final it's one. Similar. It's similar. Yeah, final they do one, use come that, on. They do use that Tross motif in quite a lot of the, the themes in Tross. But the final one, mate, I actually put this one in because I thought you'd get three out of three. Not because It wasn't misplaced confidence, but you seem quite good at it, and you are. So let's see if you can get this one, mate. You ready? All right, let's do it. Here we are. Yep. I think that's Ray's theme. Oh, you you know it, do you? Is it Ray's theme? It Good sounds like Ray's theme. You, yeah, you lock were, it in. You were dead on then, mate. You spot on where you think it's that? Yeah. It's Jedi Fallen Order main theme. <laughs> it's the menu theme. It's Eno Cordova's theme. It's the menu theme from Jedi Fallen Order. The reason right. why we just kept it on idling for hours to listen to that. Uh, it does have a bit of the old Ray's theme to it. 
It sounded like Ray's theme, mate. I've lost it. I've lost. I've lost the gift. Yeah, you fell off the wagon at the end. But you were so confident. I almost want to give you the full points, but I can't. Thanks, mate. I'll take it. Cheers. No, for the integrity <laughs> of the game, I can't give you the point for that. But one and a half out of oh. four isn't bad. But to be fair, on the first three, you were. If you didn't get it right, you were smacking that ballpark. It was yeah. centimeters away from getting it. So I was in the area. Good job. I was in the area. Hit the post. Do you know what I mean? Times. That's it. Yeah, well, just, I, I love playing the uh, reverse game, the back it up game. I love back it up. Back it up, back it up, back, back it up. up. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> just to see this guy do singing, that is what it's all about on Star Wars Sessions. That was this week's game, the back it up. Looky boy, he backed it up pretty well. Maybe mm, not thanks, enough mate. to get four points, but that is going to end the episode. And bring an end to the rebellion. Episode oh. 189 is over that is that for this episode my friend of star wars sessions but the fun doesn't end there no one's ever really gone where can the world find us master blywalker they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk uh that is our swanky website go check us out uh search for us on twitter instagram facebook tiktok hive tumblr uh just search star wars sessions and we will be there uh drop us a voice note or a message to our email hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk and please don't forget about our patreon guys patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions it really helps us out at the moment especially two dollars gets you in to the sick ed clan uh loads of content and even if you just want to come for the watch along like, i don't blame you the watch longs are great great fun see if you can make it when is it again it's uh friday 27th. friday the 27th of january if you can make it two dollars you know you spend more on a cup of coffee didn't you no brainer right guys that's i do I spend more on a cup of coffee. But if you just want to support the show for free and we're eternally grateful that you do, you can do so by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which still includes Spotify. Five stars helps the show grow and introduces new listeners, and it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your nearest bad bachelor, or tell your cousin, the more the merrier. Uh, the cat's all spicier. Yes, tell Fee Genoa, the pirate that fancies tech, that this is the podcast you're looking for. But until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you, always. Luke! Unwe Tmez. I don't. Unwe Tmez. Tonwe Ames. Tonwe! Tonwe! I literally, I just went up to my notes and I was like, who's that lady who just got killed in Bad Batch? That's who it's going to be. We love a spoonerism. We love a spoonerism. Some are better than others, though. So. Execution. Oh, filth, filth. They are Essex-based podcast heroes. Is there an echo in here? Yes. What? I'm Echo. Really? What?